Yes, it's safe to visit Colombia, one of the most diverse countries in South America. From high fashion, world-famous coffee, 16th century walled oceanfront cities, to 800 AD archaeological ruins, continue listening for ideas to make your Colombian vacation exciting. Enjoy the show. show you can listen to all our shows at traveladviceshow.com and on itunes and thank you for listening and my, my name is chris newton one of the co-hosts and i'd like to introduce my other co-host jerry four how you doing jerry excellent oh great i'm Would... really excited to have martha tavera from marnella tours with us and talking about colombia which is an amazing place as you're going to find out welcome martha we're glad to have you with us Good morning, uh, both of you. It's always a pleasure to be with you. Yeah. And uh, I am very excited about talking about Colombia, mainly because there's so many questions about this country, and uh, some of them are very, you know, fairly so, but many of them are also part of the uh, ignorance of what's going on there. And this is what I'm going to try to uh, explain, and we'll go through all the highlights and the beauty of this country. Uh, And I definitely think that it should be in your bucket list, if so. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, Colombia, of course, we will start by Bogota, which is the capital of Colombia. It is uh, this country is up north in uh, South America with uh, one area on the Caribbean coast. You also have the Atlantic coast and, of course, the highlands, the beginning of the Andes, where Bogota is uh, situated. Bogota is a very uh, cosmopolitan city which uh, when you arrive, it's probably a big surprise to see the hustle and bustle of the city. Uh, You do not think that you are in a third world country, by no means, not by the uh, development of all the areas where people are living up in the Zona Norte and the shopping malls, which are just exactly the same as we have them in the U.S., with one big difference. Most of the shopping malls have babysitting stations. How about that? Oh, yes, with little parks for them and games and everything else where the mommies can go and they can be with the children or leave them there while they do their shopping and then come back. This is something that we don't have yet, (laughs) which would be a fantastic uh, addition to our malls. But anyway... Um, this is just a little bit of trivia. You can get the most beautiful stuff. I mean, they the workmanship of what they do with the shoes and pocketbooks, all the leather goods. It's quite a pleasure to go shopping 
in Bogotá. Now, Bogotá has one area which is called the La Candelaria. La Candelaria is the historical center of Bogotá, which has been completely refurbished and cleaned up, shall we say. This is where, of course, the Congress and the uh, and this is where you would go and visit the um, the Justice of Palace, the City Hall, all this area, and you can walk around here without any problem because you have uh, the presence of the police and everything else very obvious, so you feel very safe. It's full of gardens and mostly the architecture of the old homes which had been kept intact, and many of these have now become uh, small uh, boutique hotels or bed and breakfasts. So it's a very nice area to stay if you are into that kind of um, thing. If not, of course, you have the Zona Norte up north, which is completely modern with the five-star properties and everything else and the best restaurants. Uh, but for those people that like to walk around and get the feeling of uh, what it used to be in the days of the Spaniards, the Candelaria is a beautiful area to be. When you go to Bogota, where you have direct flights from Miami, from Orlando, from New York, from the West Coast, uh, you even have JetBlue going to, to Cartagena nonstop, um, I would say do not stay at least three nights in Bogota, if not two, three nights, so that you can take advantage of one of the days going to the Gold Museum, which is a must. Here we have a collection of over 32,000 pieces of uh, gold that uh, it's fabulous. They take you in this dark room in part of the museum, no light at all, and all of a sudden the lights go on and you are literally surrounded by gold. Wow. It is it's very impressive. And, um, of course, they have a collection of pre-Hispanic culture, Colombia. You have a lot of pottery also there, but most of them are gold pieces. The, of course, the, one of the very important museums there also is the Botero Museum, which, as you might know, uh, the Botero was a very, is a very well-known artist, and he has had his uh, collections even in Rockefeller Center. They are known for chubby people. <laughs> All, All of right. his pictures right. are chubby people. Um, <laughs> and nice. they, they tell you, you don't have to be thin to be beautiful, which is a wonderful that's thing. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I think I've, I've seen some of those, yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah, he has a statue, I believe, in the, uh, um, of course, first of all, in the modern museum in, Man in Manhattan, but they do have them in Rockefeller Center also. Oh. One of the days that you are in Colombia, you definitely have to go to Zipaquirá. Zipaquirá is where, uh, this is uh, a day tour, shall we say, and it is uh, a church that was built inside a cave by the workers and all made of salt. It is quite impressive and, of course, 
a lot of it was done because they wanted to have something to to keep them safe from the hazardous work that they did there. And what they've done is something impressive because it's full of of corridors and and tunnels. And at the end, you see in the mount inside the mountain this incredible cross and all the you know the uh, sculptures that are there. And people go to this area to see Paquira on pilgrimages, which uh, the local people do. But uh, also, of course, because to get there is so beautiful and the areas that you that you visit. So it's something definitely worthwhile doing on one of the days that you are in Colombia. And uh, then again, of course, Bogotá has uh, something uh, very unique also, and it's their food. They have started uh, a lot of restaurants in Bogotá that they have tried to bring uh, a fusion of their local food with the international food. There's one that comes to mind, which is called Andres Carne de Res, which is very modern, but keeping the old style also. And you go there and you you can eat all kinds of different local foods. And uh, But while you're enjoying this, you're, you're listening to jazz. Oh, nice. So it makes it for a very unique combination. And the kids are very, all the people that work there are young kids. And... Um, they're very lively. That makes it for a great evening if you're in Bogota to to get the feeling of the city, uh, the modern uh, part of Bogota, and it's very lively, especially in the evenings, and very safe. You you see people in the street or over in the cafes. It's really uh, very enjoyable. That's why I say at least uh, two nights, three days, Bogota, it's a perfect place to be. And then, of course, the surrounding areas of Bogota outside. Uh, if you go to uh, areas like Villa Leyva, then all of a sudden you're away from all this hustle and bustle and you're in this very mellow, old uh um, towns, shall we say, because they're not really villages, but really towns where you can really enjoy nature and have uh, outside, um, you know, picnics and things of this area where people enjoy and the kids would enjoy it also. So, yes, Bogota has quite a bit to offer if you want to spend a few days in the city before you start going to other areas. Again, Bogota is uh, different to, let's say, Peru, where you have to fly to Lima to get to anywhere. Uh, because it's not centralized in Bogota, you have very important cities like Medellin and Cali, and of course, Cartagena. So we do have direct flights to other areas. You don't have to fly everything into Bogota. Um, but the network of the air with Avianca and LAN 
they have an, any amount of flights. So you can connect directly. Let's say if you want to spend a few days in Medellin before you, you go anywhere else. Medellin is the second largest city in Colombia. And uh, the people of Medellin are very industrial people. And therefore, this city is very up and coming. Medellin has a lot of of uh, natural fairs, uh, national fairs, and one of them is the fair of the flowers. This is what most of the flowers that you see in the United States, especially roses, are coming from Medellin. The import of flowers is very, very large. So this uh, city is very important for business people. And of course, it's the home of Mr. Botero. This is where he was born, and this is where uh, most of his art is at. And um, although Medellin is not in the, uh, you know, one of the most uh, important destinations when it comes to tourism, it is an important destination for businessmen. Uh, from there, we also have continue on to the coffee region. The coffee region, which is uh, part of it, is called Pereira, which is what we know the most. And we have direct flights, again, from Bogota to Pereira. Uh, this is where all the coffee that you see coming in from Colombia is coming from that area. We have programs that take you there for a couple of nights, and you stay in haciendas that have been um, refurbished to accept the, you know, clients, but it is a typical hacienda of the area. And they take you to see how the coffee is done, how it's processed. And instead of doing wine tasting, you do coffee tasting. It's a lot of uh, fun. Plus, of course, very interesting to find out the um, the amount of different types of coffees available in this area. And this is a very popular program that we offer, which is, you know, the Colombian Triangle, where you go to Bogota, then from there we fly you to Pereira, and then we end up in Cartagena. So it gives you a little bit of everything that Colombia has to offer for those people that have maybe one week and not more than that. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, uh, we also have Medellin, which again, Medellin is a city that has a lot of, um, I'm, I'm sorry, I meant Cali, I apologize. <laughs> That's right. Cali is, is known for, I guess, it's beautiful women. Most of the women that you see in all the pageants, or the beauty pageants, right. are all from Cali. Right. They are known for that. <laughs> and also, there is a big uh, fashion center in Cali. So, again, it's not destinations that we normally would offer as a destination for tourism, but it's important to bring it up because it does have its own importance and mostly for the business people. All these areas like Medellin and Cali, especially in the case of Medellin, 
for a long time, it wasn't the place you wanted to be. It was too close to the to the center of where the narcs were. And I think it's also due to the the fact that it's such a an important financial center for Colombia uh, that this was happening today. It's uh, just as any other city. It's safe. There's no problems going on there anymore. They've unfortunately moved north, probably. <laughs> and uh, the Colombian government have done a pretty good job in stopping them, and it's cost them a lot of lives. But I think they have actually succeeded to at least uh, keep it under control. Now we go to Cartagena. Cartagena is probably the most important city tourist-wise in the United for the American public and for everybody else. Cartagena is on the Caribbean coast, and uh, although Cartagena does not have the most incredible beaches because you think of Caribbean and you think of the islands of the Caribbean, Cartagena is not so. Cartagena is known because of its historical center. Cartagena, the old part of, of the city, is surrounded by a fort, which was built there uh, in the, probably it was uh, in the 15th, 16th century. And this wall was built to protect themselves, because don't forget that all the gold and silver that was coming from South America had to go through there to get to Europe. So Cartagena was right in the middle of the pathway where all these Spaniard ships would come and the English would wait for them, you know, to get the ships and and get the gold. So they had any amount of wars and things going on in that area, like many of the other Caribbean uh, islands also. But Cartagena has uh, kept all the construction of that era of the um, 15th, 16th century, and now it has become a national monument by UNESCO, so they're not allowed to touch any of this architecture. It is absolutely beautiful, because you have all these balconies of the Spaniard era with the bougainvilleas and plants and beautiful, beautiful uh, windows. Just the windows and doors is worth just walking the city to see this. And it is um, a pleasure to just walk around the city. You either can go by horseback, you know, on a carriage, and in the evening it's very romantic, and stop in different areas. Uh, we have uh, any amount of boutique properties in the area, anywhere from five-star deluxe like the uh, Sofitel Santa Clara all the way to three-star uh, bed and breakfasts. But all of them more beautiful than the other, very quaint, very cozy. They've done a tremendous job in the decoration of these uh boutique properties, and each one has its own character, but without, um, you know, taking away what it had originally. So people love to stay in the walled city of Cartagena. 
You also have the area of Boca Grande, which is now where the high-rise hotels, modern hotels are, like the Hilton and others. And um, But these don't have the character. These are great for when people have big events and they need uh, 200 rooms to do something. Then it's a, it's a great thing. But if a couple goes, they're always going to stay in the walled city of Cartagena. And there you have walking tours and you also have the uh, regular historical tours. But then at least one of, one of those days or two of those days, you have to allot it to be able to go to the Rosario Islands. The Rosario Islands are only uh, an hour or so from the mainland. You go by boat. Most people go there to spend the day and have, enjoy the great shrimp and seafood. But we also have a couple of small properties that those that have the time would like to stay there for a couple of days. But it's quiet. It's not the rowdy type of uh, resort by no means, but great for honeymooners, also for families that want to go there. And uh, if you just want to get away from everything, it's a great place to stay. And that is the Rosario Islands. Now, from Cartagena, you can go by land a couple of hours, and you can go to Barranquilla. Barranquilla is a city that's on the Caribbean, has not been developed as a tourist destination. Uh, Their claim to fame is their carnival, which is very big in that area, mostly known to the locals and maybe South Americans. It hasn't been developed tremendously in the U.S., but their carnival parade is something interesting to go and see. It's really fantastic, but not that well known, but something to to keep in mind. And it's only, it's about a couple of hours from Cartagena by land. You do not have flights there. And then you continue on to Santa Marta. Santa Marta is also Santa Marta is known for its beautiful beaches. Santa Marta has much nicer beaches than Cartagena. What we're lacking in Santa Marta is the infrastructure of hotels. So it has become mostly a destination for the for the locals because of that reason. But it's a beautiful city, and what it has there that is interesting to go and see is the Tairona Park. Tairona Park is a national park today, and it's um, you. It's about a couple of hours, not even that, from the city of Santa Marta. It is uh, on the on the uh, mountains but it goes all the way down to the seashore. And we have any amount of wild species of wild birds, especially, and iguanas and monkeys and sea animals. But the beaches are practically pristine. They they haven't, it's not like it's overwhelmed with tourism. So it's a beautiful area to go. And we have, um, a uh, 
a small hotel called El Pueblito, the little town, which are all lodges on the mountainside, and each one has its own lodge with all of your, <coughs> excuse me, all of your uh, facilities, very beautiful, very well put together, and you can stay there for a couple of nights, a week, whatever you want, and you have a lot of trekking and uh, other things that you can do while you are there, but mostly trekking and, of course, the beach. So, Tairona is a great uh, area to go and visit if you are in the coastline and you have the, of course, um, the time to do it, which would be a wonderful way to end a vacation. For those of you that are into the archaeology and more of the adventure, we can now offer the lost city. La Ciudad Perdida. This is an archaeology um, destination, also in the area of Santa Marta, which uh, they believe it was founded back in 800 AD. And it's one of the most important archaeology sites in Colombia, and it was only discovered in 1972. Unfortunately, it was not accessible for a long time because this was one of the main strongholds for the narcs. So I remember about 20 years ago being in Cartagena and my husband who loves or anything to do with archaeology said we need to go to the lost city. And we wanted to talk to one of the uh, chauffeurs to take us. So his answer was, we will never make it because they're either going to think that I'm a narc and the, and the police will kill me or the narcs are going to think I'm a police and they're going to kill me. Yeah. So we're not going there. <laughs> okay. No. This yeah. was the answer, which was so ago. typical yeah. because it was, it was true. Yeah. It was true. Yeah. It was very, very dangerous. And unfortunately... You know, a local could be mistaken for either or. So there was no way we were going. But today, this is over. Now we can go there without any problem. And it's definitely something worthwhile going to visit. And it's called the Lost City, Ciudad Perdida. And it's uh, part of the Tairona Empire, part of all of that area. So... Now, of course, we have gone all around the coast and the center part of the main areas of Colombia. And now we have, of course, San Andres. San Andres is, believe it or not, part of Colombia, even though it is closer probably to Costa Rica. And from San Jose, they have direct flights going there without any problem. They all speak English because it was, of course, an English colony at one time. And uh, it is something quite unique. It is not all that developed, but definitely a place to go if you feel like you want to get away from it all. And I know that uh, people that go there enjoy it as long as they know what they're getting there and that they're not going to find 
uh, a Hilton or, you know, or high-end hotel, but the lodges are all very, very comfortable. You have quite a few of them, and you also have great fishing, and it's a tax-free zone, I guess. For us in the U.S., it's not such a big deal because we find a lot of the stuff here much cheaper. But for other people in South America, for instance, they find that this is a great place to go shopping. You have uh, national parks and you have beaches like Spratbright Beach and others. And of course, uh, there's a lot of the history and the excitement of Captain Morgan and all of this, which makes it for a very interesting uh, evening to talk about those days of the pirates and everything else. But nevertheless, it is an area that people enjoy going, especially because you have great scuba diving there. And mostly because the water is so pristine and so clean and it's not bombarded by tourism. So it's not that spoiled. And I know, Jerry, you've been there many times. Yes. So I don't know if you want to put some input on this beautiful, unknown San Andres Island. Well, I've been there probably at least six times. Uh, primarily, see, I, I went... <laughs> <laughs> well, I primarily at the beginning went mainly for the diving because mm -hmm. it is very Caribbean in its uh, water and clarity, as you mentioned, and the reef. Yeah. It's really a very excellent place to go scuba diving and there is some snorkeling that's uh, very good but the beaches and are beautiful and some of the most beautiful ones of all of Colombia as you mentioned it's, uh, it's a long way from Colombia but yes uh, I, I like you mentioned about the isolation it's very untouristing and um, just a get, great place to go and, as you said, get away and do nothing. But I like the... That's, that's it, but people have to know that right. you're not going there because you're going to go crazy yeah. like in any of the Caribbean islands. This is a little bit different. Right, and the th one thing that I really find interesting is the mix of people. I mean, so many nationalities are blended together. It's almost like going to Brazil in some ways. <laughs> and it is and the food. I mean, it really is a unique place. And um, if you really want, mean it, when you say you want to get away, because many people say they want to get away and really don't, after a day they've said, oh, now what do I do? Um, and mm -hmm. There's a lot of things to do. You just have to go and get in your shorts and your t-shirt and flip-flops and just hang loose and magnificent place. I really love it down there. Well, there you are. And you don't have to worry about the language because everybody speaks English. Yes. So that, yes. <laughs> which is a great <laughs> advantage. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. It's, it's a great place. Yeah. And you have flights going into, into San Andres from Bogotá, from Medellín, from Cartagena, and also from Panama. Saka has flights going there. I know that you can also get there from San Jose, Costa Rica, because a lot of people that go there make an extension to um, the, the island of San Andres. But it is a beautiful way to finish, uh, to end a vacation. The most 
the popular programs that we have to Colombia are, of course, the Triangle, the Bogota, um, going to Pereira for a couple of days, and then going to Cartagena. Unfortunately, and this is something that we need to make very clear, from from Pereira, we do not have flights directly to Cartagena, so we have to come back to Bogota and connect into Cartagena. But uh, there are also ways of getting there by land, but I would not suggest it. It's very long, and going through areas that probably you don't want to go, so you're better off just flying and doing it that way. And then from Cartagena, we have non-stop flights into Miami or via Bogota again to get back. It's an easy flight, not that long. It's uh, three hours to Cartagena from Miami, so it makes it a really nice destination if you want to get away and uh, spend some days in the Caribbean without just being at the beach because you're going to get both uh, the combination of being at the seashore, but also all the advantages of a very bustling city and a lot of nightlife and a little bit of history and adventure while you're at it. So Colombia is definitely a destination that people should keep in mind and uh, not stay away from from the fact that it used to be uh, a very uh, important, you know, center for the narcs. This has been already taken into control, like every other city. Now we have to control our own in the U.S., I guess. <laughs> but as far as Colombia is concerned, it's definitely a destination to keep in mind and and put it That's in your right. bucket list. Yeah. Well, Martha, when do you recommend is the best time to go? Well, remember, depending again, here you have a country that is the highlands, and it's also the Caribbean. So if you're looking at uh, Bogota, has a temperature that fluctuates between probably mid-60s to low-80s. It's like spring weather, and it has changed tremendously. Bogota, 40 years ago, people only dressed in brown, blue, and black, and gray, for whatever reason. They were very dark in their colors, you know? Today, you find all the colors in the rainbow. Because the weather has changed so much. You can get up in the morning and it could be in the 50s and by 2 in the afternoon, it's in the 80s. And the sun is shining. And probably by 6, 7 o'clock at night, it starts raining. And then the temperature goes down again because we're up in the mountains and the Andes. So that gives it that fluctuation of weather. But Bogotá is an all-year-round destination, and Cartagena is Caribbean, so, you know, the best time to go, obviously, is between November and April, right? April and May. After that, of course, there's heavy rains, and then you have uh, probably, uh, although Cartagena has never been known for hurricanes, but uh, the weather is going to be not as good, probably, as you during the high season of January, February, and March, like all of the Caribbean islands. But it is easily an all-year-round destination, what we have found anyway. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. 
And of course, don't forget the shopping. Yeah, the shopping. Colombia sounds, has yeah. the most beautiful, beautiful handicrafts. Mm. They are working with the um, local uh, folklore, <coughs> but they have elevated it to a very high-end type of um, merchandise. If they made a pocketbook, which is made by hand, by the Indians, all done by hand, the most beautiful designs, and these little pocketbooks are selling for four and five hundred dollars. Wow! They have elevated their handicrafts to a level of high-end merchandise, which is a wonderful thing. Then they make the combination of jewelry which is quote-unquote custom jewelry, but it's made of silver, some with gold, but they have combined it with leathers, with uh, uh, different materials. They, they make incredible stuff. Uh, I mean, you just you see a bit of it at the airport and you, your jaw just falls. You want to take everything home with you. Hats, the same thing, beautiful hats. And, of course, the Medellin is known for it couture, so they have fashion shows and everything else, and they are, they're getting to be very well known on their fashion part. All you have to do is go to a Colombian wedding and you see these girls, you know, that look like they're in, coming from the in the runway. It puts us all to shame. <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, I can say it by first experience. <laughs> and, and believe me, it, it doesn't matter how old you are. The women are very stylish and they take care of themselves very well. So, with that said, it's a good place to go. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Thank you, Martha. That's great. Yes. Well, Martha, we want to thank you very much for a fascinating tour of Colombia. And would you tell everybody, our listeners, on how they can contact you? By all means, we have our 800 number. And keep in mind that we are in the East Coast, in Raleigh, North Carolina. And the 800 number is 866 9930033 you can also email me at martha at marnellatours.com and again if you want to see a little bit of what other areas that we do go into our webpage which is www.marnellatours.com and remember we customize tailor made all our programs so if i haven't mentioned something just ask we're here to answer all your questions. All right. Great. Thank you very and much. Thank you. Yeah, th- thank you, Martha. That was great. Okay. Thank you. And we'll be talking soon. Okay. Thank you for listening to our show from all around the world. We really appreciate